Lights, and you're listening to P.S. Tape Recorder. Hello there, I'm P.F. This is my tape recorder. Coming up, it's Chappelle Lacey. I've always been a big Oasis fan, but a lot of what I listen to, a lot, even though I, I, I dabble in that world, but a good amount is probably like, like the 80s hardcore punk rock scene. I'm a big geek for like Black Flag, Red Red, yeah, all that stuff. That's like, that's like my blood right there. Chappelle Lacey is doing his first proper headlining tour across the country in stand-up clubs and the like uh, around the United States. And it's always good to talk to somebody new, so we're going to chat with him in a few minutes. We have a song of the week coming up from Alan Walker featuring Ora and Tomin Harkett. So we're going to check that out at the end of the show. But first, as always, a dumb bit. Tonight, it's the home remodeling program for the rest of us. It's HGTV's This House is Fine, Just the Way It Is. Hello. Oh, your colors are great. Your furniture looks both stylish and comfortable. And I love the window treatment. This house is fine just the way it is. So long. This house is fine just the way it is on HGTV. Followed by, oh my God, what did you do to my living room? Chappelle Lacey is a stand-up comedian originally from Mesa, Arizona. He's beginning his first headlining tour of the U.S. Well, actually, he's in the middle of it uh, right now, and we're going to talk to him. Here now is our interview with Chappelle Lacey. Awesome, man. It was good to talk to somebody new. Uh, you know, usually, usually we get the same folks rolling through. I actually live in Cincinnati, and I write for the paper Minneapolis. But both markets, we tend to get the same guys and gals over and over again. And every now and then, uh, somebody new pops uh, okay. up. Yeah, yeah. So um, have you been in Minneapolis before, though, like featuring or uh, in, in any other capacity? Or just is this your first time ever? I've, I've never been there. <laughs> this will be my first time. Okay. Um, weirdly, uh, it was my wife and I's first time there uh, about two months ago. Uh, we'd only been there twice for an hour in the airport, uh, changing planes, and then my nephew got married to a local gal there, so we actually had occasion finally to visit. After. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, and and we dug it, man. It was it was pretty fun. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'll dig it too. I heard it might be a little cold, but <laughs> well, oh, well, in Cincinnati, it's going to be. Let me see. You're there. Oh, you're at the beginning of October. Yeah, it might be a little chilly, but it's still record hot here in Cincinnati. We're we're going to be like, well, today it's only 77. It's going to be in the 90s tomorrow, and this is late September for those uh, listening. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It, it's like Arizona type weather, like where you're from. <laughs> Yep. Oh, yeah. how'd you know that? Well, I I watched a little bit of your uh, stand up, and it was funny stuff, man. I was really digging oh, it. Oh, great! Thank yeah. you. So, saw so the little autobiographical bit um, that you you're from Mesa, Arizona. Yeah, Mesa. It's a suburb of Phoenix. That's what I thought. Yeah, and um, my Cleveland Indians train not far from there, out over in uh, in Goodyear. Yes. Yeah, and my and Cincinnati Reds. True. Yeah, yeah. So um, haven't haven't been out there though. Went to the training camp in uh florida the, their last year there but i haven't made it out to arizona yet but um 
Uh, so were you like a funny kid growing up or uh, did you always have an interest in comedy and said, hey, that's what I want to do? How, how did that interest in comedy come about? You know, uh, oddly enough, I was not. I was never interested. I didn't even know someone could do comedy, but I knew what stand-up comedy was because the only things I knew was like uh, uh, Eddie Murphy Raw. I knew that, and I knew uh, uh, Killing Him Softly, Dave Chappelle's, and, and uh, King to Comedy. So that was all I knew of the comedy world, but I didn't think I wasn't, it wasn't, you know, I didn't have the thought like, oh, I could do this too. I never thought that, you know. And then um, some friends uh, dared me to do it. I think I always had this like uh, personality that uh, was just funny to people. So, and then I just, you know, capitalized it on stage. And so, I mean, you seem like 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 a natural. I mean, in the fact you're you kind of have that easygoing manner. Uh, it doesn't seem like you're up there telling jokes so much as you're up there just being funny. And, uh, and yeah. oh, yeah, you're telling jokes, too. Was that, was that kind of a, an easy transformation to make? Because some guys, it's, it's very natural, and, and gals. It's, it's a very, and other people are completely different on stage than they are off stage. Yeah, you know, I, I'm pretty much, the, pretty much that guy. Like, uh, like, the way I talk on stage is like pretty much like how you find me off stage in, in certain moments I, i'm kind of introverted uh because the i don't know if you heard the part about my anger management but yes <laughs> yeah that's a that's a true thing <laughs> uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah so and go ahead did that get you in a lot of trouble hell yeah it did <laughs> yeah. yeah it did and, yeah it got me in a lot of trouble but uh you know luckily not too much with the law Okay. But a lot is a lot of it in uh, school and stuff like that. I see. Okay. Yeah. And is, are you able to channel some of that into comedy now and get you know outraged that way? Oh yeah, or? yeah. That's yeah. That's that's where I've learned like to shift it is into like all the things I like to do as far as like uh, like playing the guitar, um, skateboarding if I want to go skate or anything like that. Like it's pretty much and then. You know, a majority of it does go to uh, comedy and writing and stuff like that. But yeah, I, you know, I've learned how to like shift that anger energy into uh, creating things. And uh, so, w- what other things do you do, like comedy-wise, apart from stand-up? To ch- or is this stand-up your your big comedy focus right now? I mean, you write scripts, you do a podcast, anything like that? Yeah, I'm working on working on a podcast currently. Uh should probably drop here soon. Uh just have to wait for the whole the whole to be accepted or whatever. I don't know, blah 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 and all that stuff. My guy, the guy that helps me knows all that. But uh yeah, so I'm working on that and then um uh which has been another beautiful outlet for me, uh which um I'm ex- I'm excited to like uh, continue to do. And then yeah, and writing uh, you know, haven't gotten too heavy into writing the scripts yet, but uh, it's something that I'm, you know, dabbling with uh, currently just to get familiar with and just watching a ton of TV pilots or, you know, funny movies and stuff like that and see where I could find, you know, my own voice in that in that world. So what's the podcast about? Uh, it's about my anger. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, what it, it like, so I pretty much journal every day and uh a lot of it is like 
my my journal entries is just me being completely honest, you know, with myself and, you know, letting out things that, that are like, you know, things that frustrate me, make me happy or anything of that nature, pretty much everything, you know, things I'm insecure about. And it's just uh, another re- uh, release for me, you know. And so what was it like growing up in uh, Mesa? Hot. <laughs> Very hot. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, man, how the hell did I live here? But uh, yeah, man, it's super hot. I mean, you know, it, Arizona's kind of like, it's kind of, it's, it can be, it can be super boring because it's the desert. So like, you have to like basically create your own fun, you know. So like, that's why like a lot of people get into like other stuff, you know, besides like. The average, like basketball, football, and stuff like that, because you kind of, you know, I don't know, you just got to be, uh, kind of forces. I don't know. For me, it forced me to be different. I mean, Phoenix is huge. From from what I, I another place I've only been to, not even for an hour. We the plane it was a Southwest plane. We landed there, waited on the runway, and then for I waited at the uh, the gate for more people to get on, and then flew on to Las Vegas. But um, or maybe it was Los Angeles. I don't remember which one it was. So I've never actually been in Phoenix. We've been in Arizona. We went across the Hoover Dam uh, into Arizona, so we'd been in Arizona. But um, okay, yeah, yeah, but that's a stretch from where I grew up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought so. But uh, yeah, but Phoenix seems just like massive. I mean, you've got well four of the five big league sports there. Uh, and, and yeah, and so um, yeah, and it's it, it seemed to like when I was a kid, you had the Phoenix Suns, and that was all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now yeah, now we got the Coyotes, Diamondbacks, uh, Phoenix Mercury, and uh, those other oh Cardinals, yeah, the Cardinals. So, and and that, and that's what I mean. You know, a lot of people go to the, like attend those events because like it's something to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get. You, know, you don't want to just be bored in your house. You know. So, yeah, hockey never yeah, made kind of get up and get out. Yeah, hockey never made much sense. But then again, the um, the old team back in the seventies. Well, I guess you, you had another approach. You had the the World Hockey Association. Phoenix Roadrunners were were pretty popular. And I guess even in the winter, it's probably pretty toasty there. So it'd probably be nice to go into a building with ice and you know watch some kind of competitive yeah, sport. You, our winters are really really awesome. It's like the best time of the year. I mean, like you get these like cold mornings and cold nights but in that midpoint you just get this super nice weather where you just don't you just want to hang out in it you know what i mean so it's pretty awesome and then we got a lot of snowbirds yes i can imagine and of course all the the baseball a lot of that (laughs) all all the baseball fans heading out there uh in the spring yep when the when um yeah when the spring training comes it's arizona's just like packed so, uh, what all are you talking about on stage these days? I know I got a little glimpse of it there. Is it a lot of stuff like this? You know, is it personal stuff? Is it any current events or stuff happening you see happening to other people? Or what? What's kind of the breakdown there for your full set? Yeah, I never do too much current events because I don't pay attention to it enough. Because <laughs> I do, I do so much like introspecting. So a lot of what I find is just through my personal experiences that also like can relate to like certain like. I don't know. I mean, even if it doesn't relate to people, it's just funny and ridiculous because, like, my point of view, because I do so much, like, 
studying within, if you will. <laughs> yeah. So like I talk about like I talk about like uh like I was I was I don't know if you had this information, but I was a competitive cheerleader for twelve years. No, I didn't know so, that. Wow. Yeah, I told you you gotta you gotta be different in Arizona, man. I was gonna say yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I did that for twelve years. You know, I talk about that, I talk about punk rock, you know, my experience in the punk rock scene, you know what I mean? I talk about all that stuff, you know, my, my family, you know, my, you know, uh, it's just, you know, pretty much like a lot of that stuff, you know, it's what I, where I'm at currently. I know you talk of your fondness for counting crows, uh, in, oh, in, man. in your, in your... <laughs> You were paying attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's funny. A lot of people give them guff, but uh, I always liked them. I worked in a record store when that uh, first album came out, and that was a huge oh, album. Wow. And that's and that's the one I can still yeah. listen to from from the nineties. I'm I'm an eighties guy, actually. I'm I'm like way older than you, but uh, I'm an eighties guy. <laughs> and uh, my my friend is kind of a nineties gal, and she's into all those kind of things. But I like Counting Crows. I like uh, Crash Test Dummies. The first two albums are fantastic. From that time, mm-hmm. so um, yeah, so uh, yeah, I, I did dig some nineties. Uh, uh, like, who else do you like? Like, who you listen to now? I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a big Oasis Ah, okay. I've always been, yeah, I've always been a big Oasis fan. Uh, uh, but a lot, but a lot of what I listen to, a lot, even though I, I, I dabble in that world, but a good amount is probably like, like the eighties hardcore punk rock scene. Oh, nice! Uh, I'm, I'm a big geek for like Black Flag. Oh, there you Black go. Thread, Red, Red, yeah, all that stuff. That's like, that's like my blood right there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, my wife was more yeah. into that than than I was. I was always kind of a new wave daddy, and uh, I mean, I kind of liked some of the. Oh, so you were like Joy Division instead? Uh, Joy Division, New Order, Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark, Depeche Mode, uh, that sort of affair. All the L.A. bands, Oingo Boingo, Go Go's, and all them. Yeah, but I still liked, you know. Uh, Black Flag and Husker Du are from are from Minnesota. They're probably the the, the biggest, yeah, yeah, and and that genre to come out of there. It, funny, my I took my youngest to see uh, Brian Wilson last night. He was here, and uh, oh wow, yeah. And the last time I saw him with my wife, uh, tons of hipsters. It was at a casino out by yeah. Louisville, and so I told my daughter, I said, "We're gonna how many? Wonder how many hipsters we're gonna see? We didn't see hardly any." And I'm like, "Where are all my hipsters at?" And finally, right before wow. uh, right before the zombies finished their set, these two dudes sat down, these twenty somethings, dark hair, glasses, holding their white claws, and the one dude had a black flag T-shirt on. Yes. How about that? There's always one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty There's always cool. One in the audience. Yeah. And uh, we tried to get the, this guy two rows in front of us, who was actually even older than me, uh, during Sloop John B. He stands up and tries to get the crowd standing up because these old folks are. So the two kids next to me stand up. My daughter stands up because she wants to dance. And this lady behind uh-huh. us. So with only the five of us are standing up. Nobody will stand up. <laughs> it was, these people would not move. <laughs> it was so. And finally, during the. Um, the last chorus of Good Vibrations, people stood up, and then they stayed up for fun, 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 serving USA and Barbara Ann, because how, yeah. how the hell could you sit down? But, um, yeah, it's yeah. just nuts. You, you go to a lot of concerts? Uh, go ahead. You go to a lot of concerts? Yeah, I do. I do like concerts. Well, when I get, when I get the chance. I, oh, that's I true. Do, you're you're I probably... I and uh, I think, what was the last one I went to? Oh, the last one I went to was Corn uh, and Alice in Chains. Oh, okay, yeah. That, that, they were through here uh, yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty fun. I had a good time. Yeah, that does. I, I've always, I've, I, yeah, I've always liked that, you know, style of music. I just think it's fun, you know. 
just great stuff. Cool. Uh, you don't seem to bring that kind of a study. Well, I guess in a way you do if you're channeling your anger into comedy. I guess it's kind of the same thing when you think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that, 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 yeah, that's why I hold those those type of bands so close to me because uh, they were there at my uh, my angriest moment. <laughs> there you go. So um, you'll be your first time in Minneapolis. You getting to see more new cities these days? Yeah, you know, uh, uh, that's been like a cool thing, you know, just been getting able, uh, being able to travel, which is a, another thing I like to just journal about. You know, it's it's a lot of fun, and you know, I don't know, yeah, I'm, I'm a big geek for like learning and continuing to like understand uh, life in a you know in a in a fun way, uh, especially because things can be so hectic in this world. I'm like, man, there's fun stuff too. So that's just pretty much like where I've gotten to. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to, you know, go in and explore, you know, uh, Minneapolis and just, you know, understand a city that I've never been to. So. Um, uh, I can give you a fun tip now that I've been there. Um, you're probably staying uh, by the club. Uh, they, I guess someone was telling me they put you up in the hotel that's right in the Mall of America. But um, oh, okay. you, you can take the train. We stayed about two blocks from the Mall of America at the Hilton Garden, and it's right on the train, on the train line. You can take that sucker, mm-hmm. take that sucker right into town, man. And uh, we had uh, dinner there, and you can even take that clean to the ballpark if you have a notion. Although they'll, they'll be, well, they might be playing still, actually, when you're there. In fact, they probably will, because um, the Twins are leading the uh, division. What I do want to see is uh, freaking... Paisley Park, that's where I want to go. Oh, yeah, we almost did that, but um, we just didn't have time. We finally, we didn't think we'd have to rent a car, but after we did the Mall of America, we were like, there's got to be more to do here. So we rented a car, but we didn't have time to um, Paisley Park. But yeah, that's that's definitely a th- the thing um, that you can do there for sure. And, yeah, I, I, I need to. <laughs> I'd be crazy if I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, any other things you've seen in other cities have kind of like surprised you, or you thought were like super cool, or that you you stumbled across in your travels? Um. Let's see, what was one I that I went to recently? Can't remember. Nothing in particular yet, because I'm just like like this is my first like real headlining weekend. So, okay. Oh, cool. Was, yeah, this well, is my good. first like on my own uh, uh, tour. So, oh, awesome. Well, very good. And are you still in Arizona? Or you you said you moved to Los Angeles when I saw that Comedy Central bit. Are you? Yeah, yeah. I live in Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, no more Arizona. No more Arizona. No more. Done, <laughs> done with Arizona. Uh, yeah. Too well, hot, man. I can't go back there. <laughs> there you, there you go. Uh, well, cool, man. I'm glad we got this knocked out. Uh, this will be in print, uh, in city pages the week you're there, um, in print and online. Awesome. Yeah, and the podcast episode will probably drop this Sunday, as a matter of fact. And uh, yeah, and then and then hopefully this uh, your tour will include Cincinnati at some point. And uh, yeah, I hope so too. We come. I, I need to go there. Definitely, definitely. Well, great, man. Have a great rest of your day and um, have fun in Minneapolis. All right, thank you. You have a good one, too. Thanks, Chabelle. Bye-bye. Thanks again to Chappelle Lacey for being on the show. Hold on. 
Thanks again to Chappelle Lacey for being on the show. You can catch Chappelle October 3rd through the 6th at the House of Comedy in Minneapolis, Minnesota, right there in the Mall of America. And you can follow Chappelle Lacey on Twitter, at Chappelle Lacey, and Chappelle is S-H-A-P-E-L, then Lacey, standard spelling, L-A-C-E-Y. You can also find him on Facebook as well, under the same spelling. We're up to our song of the week, and, uh, well, just like last week, it's another one of them, well, and I'm coming up with some more new tunes uh, this week. Uh, I found some other new tracks, but um, I haven't had time to download them or get them sorted, so we're going to go to Alan Walker. He's a, Nor- a Norwegian DJ. He had a big hit. Um, you may be familiar with it in America. It's, it, it, I, don't think, I don't think it charted here. It did in Britain. And uh, it was a song called Faded. It originally was an instrumental, and then he went and uh, got some of that vocals onto it. And I, for the life of me, can't remember who uh, the vocalist was on that. My apologies. But his new single is Dark Side. He's working with someone called Ora, that's A-U slash R-A, and Tomine Harkett. And the song is called Dark Side. And uh, standard sounds kind of like Faded. It's got some of the same sounds to it, but it's, you know... As I stated last week, uh, love EDM in these four-minute chunks when it's a DJ connected to a singer. Uh, for some reason, it seems to work out uh, for the best in all cases. And this is going to be my song of the week on PF Tape Recorder. It is Dark Side, Alan Walker, featuring Ora and Tomine Harkett. So long, and thanks for listening. We're not in love, we share no story.